It is a typical California spring, a spaceship from an advanced distant civilization located in a neighboring galaxy that claims to have visited and created life on Earth millions of years before crashes unexpectedly in the Pacific Ocean near the U.S. West Coast. Their peaceful intention is to repeat their early contribution to life on Earth by planting new biological matter in our waters, hoping for a better outcome this time, a world free from disease, both physically and mentally, perhaps even conflict. Unfortunately, Robert Johnson, a California-based nautical engineer pursuing a mundane business relationship between his vessel and NASA's shuttle space program, happened to be in the vicinity of the crash when it occurred. The disturbance created by the alien capsule trying to avoid detection produces unpleasant and unpredicted atmospheric and sea conditions that paralyzes Johnson's ship and its electronic equipment during a critical test, destroying his ambitious efforts to become a certified vendor to the space program. Two of the travelers in the spaceship leave their base and swim to the California coast on an exploratory probing mission, one perishing in a tragic automobile accident near Morro Bay in Big Sur. The existence of the single survivor is suspected by ruthless and ambitious criminals associated with a pharmaceutical empire who want to retrieve, at any cost, what is alleged to be the unique, life-saving immune power contained in the alien man's disease-free blood. In a violent cat-and-mouse dirty game, where human lives are disposed of violently by a group of thugs led by Jack LaPierre, CEO of a large San Francisco pharmaceutical company, working in complicity with the ambitious leader of a southeastern-based megachurch that supports him financially. The extraterrestrial is able to conceal his existence first and avoid capture later. He is eventually and unpredictably able to obtain support and protection from none other than Robert Johnson himself, Philippe Mondi, an Anabaptist minister who first meets him accidentally, his diligent junior church assistant, and Debbie McCarthy, a marine biologist and astronomer who comes to believe firmly in the alien's well-intentioned design for future life on Earth. She and Robert Johnson fall in love with each other and both become involved in the intense efforts to protect the alien from harm. The alien's goal is to return to the sunken ship and free the life matter presently inside the capsule, waiting to be released for their well-being and supposedly Earth's. Will he accomplish his task in time to avoid contamination or destruction of his precious live consignment? What would that genetic release do to Earth's civilization? and our quality of life. What are the human philosophical and theological implications of this receding trip of no return to the alien's planet of origin? Will the ambitious and ruthless men who want to use him be able to find him? And if they do, will they capture and exploit him for their own profit motives, or will they be thwarted in their criminal plan?